You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 945 show on WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. I am your host, Mike Rez. Bridge Sky is not with us again this weekend, but uh, she will be returning at some point. I swear to God, she is still part of the show. (laughs) So we will uh, have her on pretty soon. So fans of Bridge Sky, don't fret. But you do have to put up with just me solo. Uh, good news for everybody else, though, is I've got some special guests in studio this morning. I have Jada LaFrance and Troy. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I'm happy you guys are here. We're going to listen to some brand new music that's coming out today. Yes. Uh, so that'll be a, a world premiere on WFNU. So exciting. And then you'll be playing some music live oh, in yeah. studio. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, got a couple things. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to to hear that. So stick around for all of that. Uh, plus, if you miss anything on the show, you can go back and uh, listen on demand on the WFNU app, or you can uh, download the W or the uh, the nine forty five show podcast. It's hard to get everything out of here, uh, but feel free to uh, listen to us online as well at WFNU.org, and uh, you'll be uh, you can hear us twenty four seven. Uh, one thing that we do like to bring up a lot is that our podcast is big in Peru for some reason. So if you'd like to say hi to anybody in Peru, Hello, feel free. Hello, Peru. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm from South America. I mean, I don't know. Peru is kind of <laughs> exotic as well. Right. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out what makes us click in Peru, and we just haven't quite figured it out yet. But huh, we like that's it. That's awesome. Yeah. So we used to, before Bridge got on the show... We were big in, or I should say, I was big in some little village in France too. Oh, so, how fun! Yeah. Well, we like we like statistics, and we like you know that we can find where people are listening to us these days. Right. Yeah. Ana- then, analytics. Yeah. Exactly. Bust out those uh, those numbers. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves to our fans? Uh, you can do that better than me. So, sure. So Absolutely. go ahead and uh, Jada, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, well, my name is Jada LaFrance. Um, I'm a 23-year-old um, pop rock artist. Um, I'm originally from Waterville, Minnesota. Um, so I'm from Waterville. I started doing music when I was attending school at Minnesota State University, Mankato, um, where I obtained my Bachelor of Science degree there um, in music industry with an emphasis in songwriting and production. Um, and it was there that I formed Jada LaFrance, the band, um, back in 2018, um, so pre-COVID, <laughs> <laughs> um, learned how to make music on my own as an individual artist there, and had a wonderful time and started playing music. Um, but here we are, two years later. I now live in Minneapolis and work at a recording studio called Wild Sound Recording Studio, and it was there that I met this fella. So 
Troy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jada. Um, yeah, my name's Troy Wyman. Um, I'm uh, from the Minneapolis area, uh, born and raised, been here my whole life. Um, started playing music a lot and playing with bands uh, straight out of high school and uh, got a little more serious in my later 20s. Um, went to Hennepin Technical College, uh, got the uh, audio production specialist uh, degree there and uh, kind of found myself working at uh, Wild Sound Recording Studio uh, that Jada had mentioned, and that's where I connected with Jada, and we, uh, you know, started conversing over some music, and uh, I've been assisting her uh, in the studio um, with uh, session guitar work and uh, composition work, and I've been working with her on uh, a few of her songs and her upcoming album, and the song we're going to hear is one of those. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good to hear. So is the town you're from fr- by Mankato? Is it down in that area? Yeah, it is. Okay. Southern Minnesota. So Waterville is right in between like Faribault and Mankato. Okay. It's about 30 minutes east of okay. Mankato. So, All right. Yeah. We like to do geography around here too. Oh, yeah. So. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, bullhead days down there. So. Bullhead days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why did you? Why? Did, why is there bullhead days? Not a, not a better fish. <sighs> yeah. Well, hey now, <laughs> hey now. Yeah. Um, bullheads are. I must say, I love bullheads, but it is it is a strange fish. It's like a it's like a catfish, but you know. Right. Yeah. They they're a wicked one. They're a they're something, but <laughs> not yeah, quite water a catfish, bowl. not quite a carp. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you don't want either on your line, so. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, awesome. We'll have to maybe we'll have to go down and celebrate bullhead days one one of you these. You definitely days. should. I, there's definitely like a, a day for everything. Oh, there certainly is. Yeah, and yeah. we're proud of it too. Like every town has its like little festivals, and right. that's great for musicians to go and like you know it's but they're so proud every town and little community is so proud of whatever it is that they're you know known for and like waterville is extremely proud of bullhead days like that's for sure nice we love that fish (laughs) all right well if anyone's listening from waterville good morning they probably will be and thanks for listening (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what uh what got your start in music um like what age question for both of you what age did Mm -hmm. you guys realize that you know what music is where i want to yeah. It's my passion, and that's the road I want to go down. Really young. <laughs> um, I got started, um, well, first off, my mom says that I was singing before I was talking. Um, and whether that was just, like, cooing or whatever it may be, I guess I was a loud, boisterous baby. But um, <laughs> I was. I started dancing, actually, when I was three. Okay. Um, through uh, um, Southern, it was like a conservatory of southern minnesota dance company down there um and i started dancing and i was like very music involved from like that age of three it like really connected with me like as a toddler i I guess um and from there on out it was about like seven i started singing when i was like seven ish um and mostly it was just listening to the radio and listening to like my my parents listened to lots of music big classic rock people and singing along and learning things off of the radio and just spending a lot of time in my room and singing back and trying to replicate the sounds that I was hearing so pretty young um but I realized I wanted to pursue music um way later (laughs) (laughs) I grew up doing a lot of gigs um, just like little things I do, like little barbecues or like, you know, like 
talent contests and talent shows and that kind of stuff um, in my you know little rural communi communities down there um, but when I got to college I actually um, went originally for musical theater because I thought I was gonna do that and I, I, I loved acting and dancing and singing um, that switched immediately and they like kicked me over to the music department and then about like a year into college, I took my first digital music course. And um, it was that same year that um, one of my mentors um, helped us form a little group and we started making music. And then hence the birth of Jada La France music. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Troy? When did you start uh, getting into music? Uh, for me also uh, started at a very young age. Um, I first started on the piano, and that was by my, you know, parents' wishes. Uh, but that was about age five, um, and I took piano for about eight years um, and enjoyed it as a child. But I, I wouldn't say that I had like developed the passion for music at that age. But I, it was something that was important to me, and it was something that I was good at, and it's something that I knew like meant something to my life. Mm -hmm. um, from there, I kind of really got into um, uh, like soundtracks and like orchestral music. And uh, as I mentioned, starting in piano, uh, that was largely uh, classically uh, based music um, that I was playing. And um, that sort of made its way into uh, more like rock music and pop music in my early teens um, and then that's when uh, that's when I decided to pick up the guitar for the first time okay um, and so that was about I would say like 15 16 is when I really started to uh, take guitar seriously and that's when I really developed the passion to like play write perform um, and that's kind of when I started to realize that's what I wanted to do with my life um, so I've been playing guitar since then, and I'm that's still my main instrument to this day. And and it shows all your like <laughs> classical background too. It shows, it certainly shows. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's very important to me. But um, yeah, and that's that you know uh, sort of morphed into um, getting into the technical side of audio. Sure. As I, as I mentioned uh, earlier, going to school for audio production, and that's kind of become my whole world now as well uh, but I'm still uh, extremely passionate about playing and performing when I can also. Now, it, is it easier when you come from like the classical side of things is it easy to pick other things up in music learn new things or is that something that didn't wouldn't you don't think would really matter if you didn't know classical would it be just as easy for you to pick things up or not mm. have you know. That's I a think good question. Yeah I I mean, I, I'm sure it's um, scenario dependent sure, um, and depending on the person, but what I will say is starting on piano is now whether that's classical music or not, I can't mm -hmm. say for sure, but starting on piano is a really good place to start as a musician and then that helps you branch out into whatever instrument um, you may find yourself enjoying more. Mm -hmm. um, I have heard also the same thing about violin, right? But I haven't played that from you know 
and know that from personal experience but I think that like having any kind of background like even remotely just in you know how music works like whether that be music theory which is like what you learn when you're starting piano at a young age you start to learn mm -hmm. how to read music and look at music and understand music and listen like I think any kind of you know formal you know education in music at a young age can be like really helpful and I mean I didn't take any theory until I was in college and like you best believe I was only getting like C's in music right. theory like I was like I almost got kicked out my professor told hmm. me like maybe music isn't for you at one point in time <laughs> really funny isn't that nice yeah right? and You're he's like, my like favorite like he's my mentor to this day it's hilarious we joke about it but right um, yeah, I mean, like, I I don't know theory as well as I can, but I think, like, I, I took guitar and piano lessons when I was younger, too. I did not stick with them very long, but I think, like, I was always, like, learning a little bit about, you know, like, why things work. Right. At least a little bit. Yeah. The way they do. Yeah. Uh, all right. You are listening to WFNULP 94.1 FM, St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. I have in studio Jada LaFrance and Troy Wyman. I am your host, Mike Raz. Bridge Sky is not in this morning uh, again, but we will welcome her back. Uh, we were just talking about um, instruments and music theory and all that fun stuff. You brought up the violin. Um, I have a, a kid who uh, plays the violin, and they mm. they picked up the violin. They played it for so long, and now they're just picking up any instrument, really, mm. and just like teaching themselves and I our right. oldest kid does the same thing he played the guitar for many years and then he kind of is like oh piano is easy and can do you know simple can play simple songs on simple to him not to me uh, <laughs> you know yeah. just because like, uh my wife had a, had a background in um playing uh, the cello and oh. luckily our kids have been able to pick up her yeah. musical talent and I have nothing I played the clarinet for six months so every time I talk <laughs> to musicians and I hear about all the stuff that they do musically. I'm always like, huh, all oh. right, that sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I missed out on all that. Oh, so. funny. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I played flute in, for two weeks. I That was me. Like, I my parents went out and bought me a brand-new flute and everything. Um, let see, it would have been six, fifth, fifth or sixth grade, and okay. then, like, two weeks later, I was like, nope. <laughs> nope, can't make a sound out of yeah. it. So. Wind instruments are hard. They are. I got to say that. I mean, <laughs> I struggled with the clarinet. That's why I only gave it six weeks, and then I was like, yeah, yep. I'm done. I'll just yep. hit play and listen to music instead. <laughs> that was me, but I guess I, I think I lucked out when it came to music and singing. I really do. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Now, you both have uh, Kiss Down as an... Um, Mm. inspirations for music um but i also see queen and def leppard um but and i also see uh artists like paramore no doubt miley cyrus billy irish I, billy eilish excuse me uh panic at the disco and oh, yeah. rush you have rush down mm -hmm. here troy um <laughs> it's kind of kind of like all over the place as far as okay classic rock here and then kind of more <laughs> modern pop how do you oh how do you marry God. the two different types of music together because you know, i've heard games and games is awesome uh, and that's that's like a different sound on its own too i mean you, you really can't it's pop but you really can't it you can hear influences from other older genres of music i mean there's like some some upbeat blues and jazz in there that i hear too yeah, so I yeah mean, is that just like so it's and it's hilarious that's like it's such a good topic because me and try 
when writing and co-writing and collaborating, this is, it's so difficult to collaborate. <laughs> um, now, he's not difficult. I'm the difficult one, actually. But, like, taking two people with two different backgrounds, but, like, similar influences, and I think he just said the other day, it was something like, you know, our music tastes are actually really different. It just comes down to, like, a few little similar things. But, like, where they do work, they really work. And, like, when I first, like, met him and I found out a little bit about what he was listening to and, like, what he liked, and he's in a cover band, and they're really great. Shout out to Show Me Your Hits. <laughs> they do Top 40, and I'm all about the pop Top 40 and rock Top 40. Um, and I sent him this demo of games which I had written in 2018 um, so it was one of I think it might have been the second song that I wrote start to finish mm-hmm. um, and it has this the jazz and like swing which has mm-hmm. been a little bit difficult for you um, rhythmically yeah. but just because it's something that he's you're probably not quite as used to playing and doesn't come from like one of your immediate backgrounds but Mm -hmm. for me it's all about feel and dance and I have that dance background and that theatrical background and that's where the jazz comes from it's like big theatrics like feeling it and um, really like experiencing something over you know things that are a lot more straight driven with rock but then you combine them and it's something really interesting I think but and then it's pop too right mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I've listened to it a couple of times. You sent it to me, and I'm, like, just sitting there, and I just want to, like, clap along with it, and I'm just, good. like, swaying along. So I'm like, all right, awesome. this is awesome. <laughs> There's I something good it. going on here. And yeah. So I always do, like, even though my kids are, like, in their 20s, I always do a kid test. I'm like, all right, listen to this and tell me if it slaps. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. No, that'd be good. And I like hearing, like, that kind of feedback and stuff because, like, I've known this song for so long now mm-hmm. that – you and like being the people like we're engineering and producing it ourselves you spend a lot of time getting to know a track so by the end of the process you just like you it's so hard to have a fresh take on mm-hmm. what you're listening to right he's the so he's the one that mastered games um okay. and this is the first song um Mi- i'm sorry excuse me mm-hmm. that mixed games and this is the first song um that he has done that on otherwise i've I've mixed, um, I think, the rest of my songs except for one. Um, but I thought it was good. I had done Rare, which I released last October, um, and he wrote and played on that as well. And it was, like, an interesting, like, this was difficult. It was, like, it was difficult to take a song through the writing process all the way to the end, um, aside from mastering um, as one person. Um and I was, you know, engineering when we set up and did the tracking session for him on guitar and stuff too. And it's just like, it's hard because you don't have too many perspectives and you only, you hear the song so many times. It's, it's mm-hmm. really difficult. But this time it was like, okay, Troy, now you get a stab <laughs> at this. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have any input on how that went? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you're describing it well. It's, it's certainly a challenge, um, you know, given I think, what you had to do with your last single rare i feel like maybe this song we split it up a little bit more Mm because you did all i did for rare was just sent you you know the guitar tracks yeah and then you kind of took it from there but this was um a little bit more of um collaborative i think Mm -hmm. in 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 the writing recording and in the actual like uh production Mm -hmm. side of it um 
but it's certainly a challenge um, taking it from start to finish. Um, I know, like you mentioned, all our influences earlier, Mike. Mm -hmm. um, I know for this track, I definitely brought um, that like driving, like drum, like harder like drums and guitar uh, feel to the song, which like that's that's uh, kind of where a lot of a lot of the the music that I grew up on and and like developed my musicianship from was very like heavy uh drums drums and guitars like those were key elements to the song and I feel like I brought that into games mm -hmm. but still <laughs> allowing you space yeah space it was to like, do your pop thing yeah and, and that's that's yeah. where it gets tough because like it was like an it was the it was the ending it was like the solo and then like that end breakdown that you guys will hear but it's like it suddenly goes really straight mm -hmm. for a while and that swing kind of like stops for a moment if you listen carefully and like i remember when we showed it to my drummer will for the first time mm -hmm. and he was like uh did you guys realize that like it gets really straight here like was that like you might want to change that and we're like no we know very like, we know very intentional. he's like well it's cool he's like it's like it's like metal he's like <laughs> and <laughs> so and that's very very intentional yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's that's troy just insert troy there a little bit and <laughs> yeah so it's i think it's it's working it's not easy but uh we collaborate and we we did a song mm -hmm. we done did it <laughs> yeah that's awesome now after hearing it for so long you said you've been working on it since 2018 and then you both work at Wild Sound Recording Studio. Do you, mm -hmm. you listen to stuff all the time? Is ear fatigue something that's real? Does it happen? Do you ever get like, ah, I don't want to listen to it again, but you kind of have to? Particular songs, like right. that song. Like I, I'm not over games yet. There's some songs. There's one of the songs we're going to do where it's just like, and that was Bad Liar, it's called. You'll hear it in a bit, but that's a song I do not listen to <laughs> if I don't have to. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think like... Yeah, ear fatigue is real. I'm not at the recording studio anywhere close to full-time um, or, like, consistent part-time by any means. I've had busier spots, but it kind of, you know, it comes and goes. Right. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've been there for, like, over two years now, and so is he. And, like, I don't you've been there a lot more lately, and he was mm -hmm. actually in the middle of a big project at the studio while he was finishing up games here. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know if you fatigued at all your ears. <laughs> well, what I can say is that it's very real, the <laughs> ear fatigue. Um, I have experienced it. Like, I, I have to be very conscious of it. I've experienced mm -hmm. it um, more so in the last couple of years um, than I have in the past. But it's you just have to be careful. Uh, with with volumes with with your levels with you know if you're wearing headphones or or not um with for me it's it can be tough because like as jada mentioned i'm i'm with a cover band we're playing weekends uh we're practicing you know like three four hour practices um so and i use in-ears for that so i have constantly being fed uh signal to my ears and then i'm at the studio and i've got headphones on and then i'm listening to music in my car and then I'm you know uh 
working on tracks with Jada and composing guitar with, you know, and I've got headphones on. And if you're just constantly playing that back to yourself at loud levels, it, it can really be damaging long-term if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I have to be wear, very aware of. Um, you know, I don't think I've caused any damage to myself, but <laughs> I can, I can tell when my ears are tired mm-hmm. and you have to listen to that right. and give yourself a break and even a, even a longer break by, you may, you still have to listen to things, but like listen at lower volumes uh, intentionally right. than you maybe normally would. Yeah. Now one thing is going to sound a little uh, weird because we're talking about audio, but if I listen, if I have like earphones on or earbuds in, whatever, I feel claustrophobic after a while mm-hmm. and I have to take them off. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time I ever feel claustrophobic. And it's just something in my ear or on Mm -hmm. my ear. And I just, I would think about, you know, musicians constantly listening to their stuff after they get done recording and constantly having to, you know, hear things and they're listening for certain things. And I just think, I don't know if I could do that. So just, and I don't even have them in very often, you know, (laughs) and I'm listening to everything you guys have produced. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, you do like, that's the other thing too. You got to you know, train your ear to be able to hunt for things. And there's certainly times when you're hearing something that somebody else or another engineer mm-hmm. is not hearing. And whether that be because like it's a it's a weak spot in your hearing or, right. you know, maybe you're just not picking it up. It's just like, yeah, your, your ears are like delicate things and you do have to be careful with them. But it's like, it is, it's one thing to consider for sure being somebody that, you know, is gonna be doing music for a long time and hopefully mm-hmm. You know, wanting to be considerate of your ears and have right. your abilities and superpowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I've, and one other thing I'd like to say too is like I, I really like to listen at loud volumes, and I know I know not everyone's like that, but like loud is more enjoyable. Right. And just kind of with what I said earlier is like, you know, being aware of that and being like, okay, like I can listen loud for this amount of time but then I have to like back it off because that's not good for me yeah um just funny story when I was uh in school and working around other engineers um sometimes I'd be working on a project and we'd you know swap headphones and like let each other hear the product that we were working on and like nine times out of ten I would take my headphones off and give them to you know a buddy of mine (laughs) and then he'd like he'd be like he'd turn it down. He's like, Oh my gosh, that's so loud. <laughs> and, and so that was one thing where I was like, am I listening like at an unhealthy volume? So, you know, just, yeah. you got to be aware of it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That take care of it. It takes care of itself after a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you just, yeah. So tell us, um, you've got a, an album coming out. Is that correct? Are you working on it? Yeah, an album? we're working on it. Um, we've been working on it. I mean, like close to close to two years because we got started probably like six months after we like we both started at the studio or something. But it, like a year and a half maybe together. But these are songs that I wrote in college um, and through the last couple of years that I've been living in the cities. Um, and like games is one of them rare which came out last year is one of them um and then there's eight other tracks um and we're 
we're getting there yeah um it's such a it's such a process it's it's such a process <laughs> because like again working with music all the time um like whether or just being a creative like you have to have the creative energy um i for me it's still getting that like um that workability down to like a science of being able to like um flesh out songs and like write and build instrumentation around tracks at like a really efficient pace because like some days it doesn't happen as efficient as others but you have to be able to do it and you have to be able to work fast you have to be able to write fast as a songwriter um and sometimes like when you're a bit of a perfectionist like i am um <laughs> you work <laughs> against yourself a lot and you do a lot of trial and error and there's a lot of like and that's like the luxury i think of making your own music but it's also like your achilles heel absolutely because you're constantly kicking yourself in the foot and like working backwards be like oh, i better start over oh i'm gonna do it a different way and like whereas when you bring people into the studio like you're on studio time and you're tracking and like you better know your songs you better know the instrumentation and i have the luxury of being able to have the tools and the knowledge to sit at home for hours and hours and hours and figure out what i'm going to do mm -hmm. to create what i hear in my head um but that makes for a really tough process so the album is coming but he's mm -hmm. he's been experiencing the same thing working with me <laughs> he'll send me things and i'll be like nope redo it <laughs> well it's that's just part of the process sometimes but um it's one of the and you kind of touched on this a little bit jada but one of the um challenges as well is is kind of uh playing playing both parts of uh like songwriter musician but then also dealing with all like these technical um aspects of audio like and since we're doing everything ourselves you know there's been uh a few times where like our our writing um uh, uh you know flow has been disrupted because oh, we have to figure out how to get this to work on the computer. Or we have to figure out how to get this, uh, you know, plug into work in our uh, software or whatever, you know. So mm -hmm. there's, whereas like if you're just writing together in a room and you write your song and then you jump into the studio and someone else is taking care of all that for you, you know, you don't have to worry about that. And yeah, you just focus on the music. Right. That's not the case because you have this engineer brain. Mm -hmm. You've right. got this like technical brain that's just like, oh, well, we could do it this way or we could do it this way. And then like working at home, doing some tracking at the studio, doing some of his tracking at his house and like my my place. It's just like mm -hmm. systems and like software and like transferring, you know, audio and like everything that we need. It's just probably not the most e efficient way, but like that's the cost, I think, of being able to make your own music because... It, mm -hmm. it can be DIY, but like done in a nice way. It's a lot of work. Right. Yeah. Is it hard to shut off like that engineer part? Because you've, you both have that unique side of it where not every musician has like the engineering knowledge on that side. There's, you know, some musicians <laughs> just write, record, and, <laughs> and then, you know, they might be, you know, their attention to detail and stuff. It's different from, I think, what you two experience because you have that engineering background. Mm -hmm. How do you, try to get beyond that wall i mean is it easy to shut off and turn on and can you do that i mean is it something I, you're learning to do i think it's a 
I think it's a personal thing because like I can shut it off, but that's because I lean more creative and mm -hmm. like my degree wasn't a technical degree. It was really a creative business and like, you know, music degree. Um, so I had the skills that I was taught in college of like how to make my own music um, and, and how to make other people's music, but not quite as technical. So I think I have an easier ability to shut it off, but that could come with its own like downsides too. Troy? Yeah, um, there, there definitely is a need, at least in my case, for like a manual shut off. Um, mm -hmm. And if I don't do it, it can get in the way for sure um i know just for example like uh you know writing uh guitar parts which is what i do a lot for jada is um you know i might write i might write a guitar line or or a couple different parts that work together and my sort of engineer mixing side wants to start like mixing it and like you know getting all the right you know delays and reverbs and compressions and like sometimes I have to just say like, oh, I don't need to do that right now. Like right. The guitar line is in there. Now we move ahead and like write the next part of the song. We can do all that at the end when we're working on production. So <laughs> that's, you know, it doesn't happen all the time, but you know, I've had to shut it off in that sense for myself sometimes. Right. And it, it helps me be a little bit more efficient sometimes. Right. All right, you're listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. I am Mike Rez. I have Jada and Troy in studio. We're talking Jada LaFrance. We have music, games, and then you two are playing live in studio. Uh, we need to let you know that uh, WFNU and KRSM, uh, or I should get that right, it's our sister <laughs> station in Minneapolis, uh, Low Power FM station, is hosting a fundraiser at the Urban Growler in St. Paul, the Urban Growler Brewery. Nerdy will be performing, uh, and we are having uh, a very special guest host from KFAI. So you want to join us for that. That is October 28th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. All money raised will go to WFR, WFNU. I'm having a hard time right now. WFNU and KRSM in Minneapolis. So please join us uh, for that. And you two are invited, too, if you want to come and Yay. hang out. and. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, meet meet nerdy. I'll be selling merchandise yes. at this event, so I will be busy. It's a costume party too, so please oh, fine. come fine. in your Very costume. Fun. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna go as a uh, low power FM radio DJ who sells merchandise. Oh my gosh! So. Hey, the merch guys are important. That you is have true. A good merch guy. Right. That mm -hmm. is completely He's gotta true. Got to be a sales guy. Yeah, I've mm -hmm. learned that. Uh, you know, working with other artists and being at shows, or if the merch guy is horrible so are the sales yeah no mm. absolutely mm. No, so. he's got to be friendly he's got to represent the artist and the mood and the vibe right yeah one of my favorite things is when i go to like some of these shows of independent artists is when they perform the crowd is just going crazy and then yes. they come out and then they sell their own merch oh yes exactly and the line is just right yes. out the door it's yes. awesome so yes it's a must it's yeah. an absolute must like don't don't ditch your show after you get off stage like and that's the funnest part for me i mean I only got to play a few shows before COVID um, as Jada LaFrance with my like set like band, but it was so fun. I love having, you know, that's where little kids can come up to you and take pictures and right. that kind of stuff yeah. too. It's just, it's so fun. And like, that's, people want to connect with you after you get off the stage. Like you, 
you're like a little bit of a, a mini superstar for whatever it's right worth. yeah and they want to like <laughs> they want to talk to you yeah get pictures with you and yeah. everything yeah so who else is in Jada La France? Who what mm. who's the band members that So, I mean, right now, um, I'm in this this forum or this period of reforming since COVID. So I had a um a solid band um when I was at uh college. Um then hence pandemic, um everybody kind of one person I think started doing um, like traveling around the US and somebody else stayed in Mankato, but I immediately moved to the cities and then somebody else was still in college. And so that like that had to stop and that was fine during the COVID period. I was like, okay, I'm gonna focus on trying to work at a recording studio or something. Did that, now I'm starting to try and like reform. So this guy over here is doing the writing and collaborating um, on the front end, but I don't think we're going to be doing any like live stuff together, but mm -hmm. I am in the process right now. We're kind of like, he is really awesome about <laughs> note taking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he has tabbed out everything that he's done and like wrote everything out on sheet music. And I've actually mm -hmm. started recently. Um, we've been sharing that with people who are getting ready to do some live stuff with me. So we're, we're testing some folk out and right. seeing how it goes but i one i'm picky and <laughs> two it's hard to find like good musicians who are good people who are going to be dedicated enough to try and work hard and like represent music that has a lot of intent i think mm -hmm. to it when you have somebody that's writing and composing it's like this is the music and it's set and it's like please don't play it otherwise and if you like sure take some creative liberty to a certain degree maybe but it's to a standard where it's like we're putting a lot of thought in the front end on like what what's happening with the tracks and i really really care about how that's going to be represented on stage and when i had my um handful of shows in college it's it, it's built to be big production so it's like it's a it's a bit of a big it can't just be a couple people rehearsing in a room and going out and playing an open mic because it doesn't do the music justice in my opinion um and i'm a performer i have a dance background and i write songs with theatrics and they all have storylines and it's an experience that i want to deliver to people so um we're testing some band bandmates out at the moment i do have my drummer um will keebler um, who was from the original group and he should be coming back um, once we're up and running but otherwise we're looking for a guitarist um, and a bass player um, probably a couple guitarists we've got some in the works though testing them out giving them the Jade La France <laughs> test run right. which as I'm hearing is terrifying <laughs> um, <laughs> turns out I scare people but uh, no no they're doing great and I'm excited, but nothing's set yet on that, on a complete band anyway. Right. Yeah. But we're working on it, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we we're gonna listen to games right now. Yeah. Cool. So this is the uh, I like to do say world premiere on yes. WFNU. We're a low power radio station, but man, do we play some world premieres around here? Hell yeah, <laughs> love it. So let's listen to games, and then when we come back, we will listen to some live music in studio. Love it. Uh, from Jada and Troy. You're listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. 
All right, that was Games by my guest in studio, Jada LaFrance. Awesome song. Thank you very much for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for having me and playing it. Yes, that song came out today. Yes. Uh, go, so go download it. Go stream it. Go save it wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah, I was going to say, where can we listen to it? But you just did that. So <laughs> Everywhere. You're it good is marketer. available everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, very good. Can't wait. So you got some music you're going to play in studio right yeah, now. So yeah. you and Troy are all set up, ready to go. We got it all set up in that little amount of time from that song. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> the the um, miracle of radio magic. That's it. Studio magic. <laughs> that's, that's right. Super magical. Um, we're going to do um, Bad Liar for people who may not have heard that song before. Um, that song is available for streaming as well. Um, it was the first single that I'd ever put out. Um, and shout out to Paraflix, the music video, um, actually streaming on YouTube. And then also through Paraflix, which is a... Um, streaming service just like netflix like new hulu but for the paranormal so it's spooky season giving them a little shout out you can go and check them out for all your like thriller horror paranormal everything like that um but i'm one of their exclusive artists so that music video is on there and this is this is an acoustic version of bad liar take your drink and take it down Ain't it funny how you don't make a sound? Isn't my love enough? Honey, you don't look that tough. Around me, babe, you aren't very loud. So wipe away your fears. Come with me where we'll be in my hall of memories. Where you'll see what I see. They said the second time around. The only ones that came around were the ones just like me. Just like me. Just like me. Back, I'm a better liar. Ignore my satire. Cause I'm scared it's all in my head Baby, you're just crazy too Nothing left for us to lose If you don't beg, you can choose Unless it's all in my head Unless it's all in my head I'm not one to walk away If I were you, I'd probably stay not everyone gets their way don't let it come down to fate no one is truly who they say so wipe away your tears come with me where we'll be in my hall of memories where you'll see what i see they said the second time around the only ones that came around were the ones just like me just like me just like me but I'm a bad liar Ignore my satire Cause I'm scared it's all in my head Baby, you're just crazy too Nothing left for us to lose If you don't pay, you can choose Unless it's all in my head Unless it's all in my head You told me you were gonna wait now You know you're sounding pretty fake now I'm not feeling very safe now Or is that just how you work? You told me you were gonna wait now 
you know you're sounding pretty fake now and i'm not feeling very safe now cause i'm a bad liar ignore my satire cause i'm scared it's all in my head baby you're just crazy too nothing left for us to lose if you don't beg you can choose you said that i'm a bad liar ignore my satire cause i'm scared it's all in my head baby you're just crazy too nothing left for us to lose if you don't beg you can choose unless it's all in my head unless it's all in my head unless it's all in my head awesome <laughs> that was really good. You kind of like, caught me speechless there for a second. Oh, so <laughs> that was sweet. All right, um, then when you're ready to yeah, go, yeah, we're gonna do a Blondie cover up next for you. Um, we both are Blondie fans, so I'm pretty excited about this one. Color me your color, baby. Color me your car. Color me your color, darling. I know who you are. And come up off your color chart. I know where you're coming from. Call me on the line. Call me, call me any, any time. Call me on the line. You can call me any day or night. Call me. Cover me with kisses, baby. Cover me with love. Roll me in designer sheets. I'll never get enough. Emotions come, I don't know why. Cover up love's alibi. Call me on the line. Call me, call me any, any time. Call me. Call me Ooh, he speaks the languages of love. Ooh, amore, chiama me, chiama me. Ooh, appelle mon, mon chéri, Anytime, any place, anywhere, anyway. Anytime, any place, anywhere, any day, anyway. Oh. Anytime, any place, anywhere, any day. Anytime, any place, anywhere, any 
All right, good job. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, it was really good. How long does it take you to rehearse something like that for like a live performance in a radio station? <laughs> mm. We practiced probably like in total, we ran through the songs each probably like under uh, 10 times, but each. Yeah, I would say like start to finish, maybe like four or five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounded great. Thanks again for thank uh, for playing that live, and thanks again for sharing uh, games. Yes, thank you so much for playing it. I I mean, I really appreciate it. I being somebody that's not native to the cities, it's it's a whole <laughs> thing, the networking and the getting your music out there. So I super appreciate it. Thank right. you so much. You're welcome. Tell us uh, social media handles. I haven't even yes. asked you about that yet, so please tell us. So um, on Instagram. Um, it is jada.lafrance, so J-A-D-A dot LaFrance, L-A-F-R-A-N-C-E. On Facebook, you can find me at Jada LaFrance Artist. On TikTok, um, I know you're a TikTok guy, Mike. <laughs> um, you can find me as Jada LaFrance. And I think I'm on Twitter, too, but I don't post anything. But um, my website, www.jadalafrance.com. Um and that is primarily it. Um, but you can stream my music everywhere. I also have a YouTube channel um, if you're a YouTube type of person. But Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, you name it. Do you do all the, uh, the manual uploads yourself or do you go through like distribution? No, I do. I yeah. do use um, a distributor. I have done both CD Baby and DistroKid. And okay. um, this one was CD Baby. But yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot, isn't it? I mean... Yeah, you gotta keep up on the social medias, the algorithms. A, I, mean, I mean, it's there's reasons that people get hired at businesses to be the social media manager. It's a part time mm-hmm. job, yeah. um, and on top of doing music, like I, I launched a business recently, and trying to just promote yourself is so much work. But you, it has to be done. Right, <laughs> it does yeah. have to be done, especially if you want to do something with it you oh know? absolutely <laughs> yeah i was impressed though um mike you've got like your social media game pretty down yeah man if you could see like me pulling my hair out behind yeah. the scenes when it's yeah. like <laughs> okay i gotta do instagram oh i gotta do facebook i gotta do twitter i mean i yep. like sometimes i'm just like you know i don't feel like doing any of it so i'm just not often yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's me over here too yeah yeah Especially like with TikTok, it's hard. We were actually we. <laughs> he helped me with the TikTok on the way here. I was with the TikTok. Oh, yeah. nice. I um for games, I decided to go out and um distribute boo bags. I don't know if you've ever heard of boo bags. No. But it's like Halloween, like it's like a tr- it's trending on TikTok now. Okay, like, I'll have to and, check it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, you can uh just like put together like a little like goodie bag basically, and then I left it on somebody's doorstep, and it was like you got booed and um but then like i put instructions in there and it was like part of the instructions are like you have to go like check me out on the socials like go check out my website pre-save my single um and then like i put like ten dollars worth kind of like a secret santa almost type of thing but no i put like ten dollars worth of like halloween candy and like um a cup like a cute little glass and like a hat and little halloween goodie bag and then in hopes that people will like do the same and spread it around and pass it along and hopefully sure. f- 
follow me on social media and stuff. Well, that's genius. I thought it was smart. Troy was, <laughs> so you're Troy at was <laughs> giving me crap on the way here. I was well, like, I just, I was just being realistic. What if being cynical over here? <laughs> well, I think it's a great idea. Thank you. I was. He just... did partake. He did film for me as I was like yes. running up right. to the house and like dropping it there, but. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. So thank I was, you, Mike. I was just reminding her of all the realistic As potential problems that, right. that could occur, <laughs> but I won't go into detail here. Right. Thank you. She's heard it. She's heard it enough from me already. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, you do have to like come up with creative, creative ways to get your name out there. Yeah. Because I mean, just telling people doesn't work anymore. Word of mouth oh, is good, not. but um, it just. It's just not the same as it used to be. Yeah, and there's there's something I my my business um, that I just recently launched. Um, I've only soft launched it, so I'm working on what I'm going to do for the official launch and the hard marketing and stuff yet. But it's an artist development program, and I talk to them so much about social media and so much about marketing. Um, but it, it's tough because it's a different industry than it was, you know, years ago. And the industry is constantly changing and you have to keep up to date on what is happening in the industry. If you, one, want to stay relevant, you need to stay true to yourself, but you've got to stay relevant. And you have mm-hmm. to hop on TikTok sometimes and, you know, take, <laughs> bite Real, the bullet a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but you can do it in ways that are still authentic. And I encourage everybody that I work with in sharing what they want to share but because it gives other people an opportunity to connect with you in ways outside of just the music because maybe somebody doesn't like your music and that's fine but if they think you're a really cool person and they follow you you might have a fan for life there and if you have a way of engaging with them i mean that goes beyond just you know saying like hello or they followed you or something like that and you get to know those individuals it's like you know those things matter a lot and it again it's it's a job <laughs> yeah um but you gotta do it <laughs> yeah that's one thing like we so you and i met at the uh find your stage event mm-hmm. uh that happened back in september um but you know they had people coming up and talking about uh i think it was the third panel yeah they had a uh four or five guys up there and they yeah. were talking like on the marketing side of things oh absolutely and, and it was right on yeah with the social media stuff it's like you need to put content out there that is purposeful Mm -hmm. it's like giving something Um, and social media I think feels a lot better especially with the clients that I work with a lot of them you know I like to say that my clients are good-hearted people and a lot of them are Um, so many of them are they all are (laughs) Um, (laughs) some of you are (laughs) they all are good people but because of that it's just like oh I don't want to do social media and I don't want to seem fake and I don't want to do this and that but it's like think of it as a way that you're you're giving something to other people like you're already selling yourself as a musician and as an artist and you're trying to put a product out there to give so like people can't receive that if you're not showing them what there is to receive and you can put like authentic authenticity out there um you know on instagram and that hopefully will get rid of all the other stuff that like you don't like seeing anyway right you know like be real and like show them like your day-to-day life a little bit and like show them you know the behind the scenes of what you do writing and I have a client actually that I'm working with right now one of the her main things is like it's it's mental health which is a big conversation right now Um, and of course it can be you see a lot of stuff about mental health online it's like yeah Um, 
but suddenly she's just like i have gained so many followers since i started doing my like 15 second mini therapy like trended <laughs> reels and i was like i told you yeah you know, like you gotta Appreciate go out there do that um it's just like go just just show up for yourself and like work for yourself and like be real know, yeah be real <laughs> yeah that's good advice i mean it it really is the best thing you can do yeah. on any of the social media uh, you're listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio, WFNULP. Uh, I have Jada LaFrance and Troy Wyman in studio this morning. I am Mike Rez. Um, what you know, we're talking about social media and being real. Sometimes what I do is I embrace the fake, and oh, yeah, yes. I know people are fake. You know, there's a lot of like just mm-hmm. just the best side, and my life is so great, and I will like Play hyper up. fake things. You See, know, just, and I love that. Yeah. That's a way to do it because, like, it's it's obvious when people like nobody has a glorious, perfect life out there, and no, like, and I think I might have even seen I might have even seen one of your TikToks recently in the last week or something. I was like, that's hilarious. It's hilarious <laughs> because you know it must have been one of mine if it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's I mean, you gotta be able to like joke around and not take yourself so seriously all the time because like it's that's tiring, and I do enough of it myself. Yeah. You know, it's easy to be really, really hard on yourself. But like online, it's even another place where it's just like, don't don't go to the trouble of being so fake that like you have to exhaust yourself online, too. Right. You know, like I've been sitting and doing before games comes out here and doing little coffee chats from the Target parking lot. And people like seeing those types of things, I think. But I don't know. And it's easier, too. Yeah. Well, it's the, you know, anything to make that musicians can do to make them just seem like human beings people Mm -hmm. i think that that really goes a long way Mm -hmm. like some of the uh musicians uh from nitro wave tc the synthwave musicians we did a show Mm -hmm. and like my family showed up my nieces and nephews and all you know and then the next day they were like oh that's so cool that you know these guys like yeah he's a biologist in real life and they're like wait what (laughs) you know it's like yeah these like they're real people you know all they see is the stage persona yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that's all they think about so it's kind of funny to. <laughs> it is. Everybody's. They're all. They're all human beings. They all have stuff they're doing. And right. Aside from when they when they step off the stage and stuff too. But yeah. Um, the other real. the other thing I think people like creative people who put it out there like musicians and uh, you know artists and even podcasters, music producers, movie producers, everybody that creates something and puts it out there must. You, you got to realize that the the people related to you and your closest friends. They'll support you, but they're not the ones that are going to be your fans. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the people you don't know. Exactly. You have to go out of your way. There's no point in, you know, like that was one of the first things I learned in college. It was just like your fans and your family are not your fans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like stop doing that. <laughs> like you cannot count those people at your shows as like your head count. And it's mm-hmm. like you need those people there in your life right. as supporters. <laughs> yes, you need mom and dad and you need dad running the merch table, not my dad. Dad. <laughs> you're not running my merch table but he's wanted to do that forever sure. um but you need those people you need your like your ground team right like yeah. those should be like part of your like your backstage like they're running your mascara i have friends that are <laughs> running my mascara that i forgot at my apartment to the backstage quick to the green room that was a real thing that happened once and or no it was eyelash glue right like you have to have those people at your shows but you're not gonna they can't 
produce more people like they're they're going to be that same one number that always comes you got to go out there and meet new people and engage with new fans and new strangers like you said right right on yeah so yeah don't don't feel bad when you know your mom and dad stop listening to your radio oh, no. show or your music no <laughs> So, and then if you're going to get on Twitter, just realize Twitter is a cesspool. Oh my gosh. So yeah. don't take Twitter too seriously. No, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a Twitter person. Yeah. I'm really not. I, I hopped on last night for the first time did in a you long really? time. <laughs> yes, because there's industry stuff going down. Oh, sure. Uh, you got to catch, catch yes. up on the tea. Yeah. All, every, all the major artists are canceling their shows, oh, their tours. Wow. So Justin Bieber, Sean Mendez. What's the reasoning behind Demi Lovato, that? Lovato respiratory issues oh gotcha covid related like maybe maybe not but like i think there's um some other industry business going on gotcha some secret behind the scenes stuff yeah everything's really expensive right now tours are hard to do um i don't know you you talk with musicians when they come in everybody's like not making money basically since like covid it's really tough yeah they're investing a lot to go on the road um and they're not making a lot of it back um which is like unfortunate. There's still like positives. I mean, people are going to concerts. Statistics have showed like 2022, there was like a, a point two, I think it was like point two three by in-venue reports. Mm-hmm. They reported that more people in 2022 are going out to concerts, but you know, and like buying merch and that kind of stuff. But it's a different, as we all said, like the past like three years, it's a different world we're in now, I think. Yeah. since the pandemic and it's, it's changing for musicians and you just have to learn to adapt i think but i don't know what's going on right now <laughs> but yeah and it doesn't help a lot of the well, not a lot but a handful of venues here in the cities have closed yes since the pandemic and it was already hard to get into venues with yes. all the musicians here with, trying to fight for yeah. stage time and mm-hmm. now it's now it's even worse yes so mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah and it just it's not easy Mm-mm. so no. You got to keep fighting and scratching. I'm so and glad not. this is what I chose for myself, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> this is all me. <laughs> yeah, but you're on the radio now. Hey. So, hey. It's my, my, big, my big break. <laughs> wow, if this is your big break. <laughs> Awesome. It's it's one of them. It's one of them, right? <laughs> right. This is I would say WFNU is like the stepping stone. Oh yeah. So now then you go on to like KFAI next, and yeah. then you do the current, and then from there it's whatever you want to do. Absolutely. So do that. That that's like the good. That's like the progression. You, you know you've <laughs> made it, it when you get up there. So yeah. So you're gonna. You were talking about your performance on stage. It's a big production. Uh, what what can what is your idea of a Jada LaFrance show mm. what could we expect if we go out and see mm. you on stage are we talking like smoke machines and yeah. lights and oh yeah strobes I mean oh yeah explain it to us yeah well hopefully um it's gonna be a like I said it's gonna be a big production when it's done right um I would like it to be you know a very fun like whimsical like I'm a I'm a dancer I'm a entertainer and I interact with the crowd a lot um, it should be a, a fun experience. And right now, um, this album that'll be coming out, it's like all of this music from like the time I was like 16, 17, 18, like all these like weird, like teenage emotions mixed with like suddenly you're an adult emotions. So a lot of it is kind of sad, <laughs> um, but it's like, but it's like a little bit rock and roll and it's a little bit, it's very emotive. And I think that if I can give anybody anything out of a production, it's like a very, it's it's a big feeling i want people to feel things and i want people to you know be able to 
take like the ride of the story and the journey like with me and there's every song that I write like I write from a place of where I'm imagining it taking place whether it be like a dark spooky castle or like a we did bad liar and we shot it in the basement of the exchange nightclub in downtown minneapolis and that was like a spooky almost like vampire-esque setting mm-hmm. gothic um and games for example has like casino and like uh las vegas themes to it sure and i think production wise like that'll be a chance um to enhance those things through the storytelling but through graphics and you know through sounds and different things that are happening and all of that kind of stuff so hopefully during games you get like a bunch of red and yellow and lights and flashing las vegas colors sure that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah it sounds like fun i mean i hope so blast i i think so i think it sounds like a great idea (laughs) i think i think whimsical is a really good word to describe it and like you were kind of describing a couple of the songs but each song sort of has its own its own theme mm-hmm. and i think it'll it really opens a lot of doors for you to make your live uh production like very interesting and very fun mm-hmm. yeah it there's nothing like live music and i i'm one that gets suckered into the big lights and sounds you know <laughs> if i like i i love watching acoustic sets oh yeah but yeah for the most part you give me you know, give me the toys that go with everything. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like that little mm-hmm. kid who's shiny object. and Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I it's like sequin shirts and glitter and <laughs> high-heeled boots and the whole works. And I think I put one of the music videos I made the guys wear eyeliner. That was fun. Um, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> he liked it. Not all of them liked it. <laughs> He's always just like, I'll do whatever. And the right. other ones. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Other ones. Right. I think it was Will. He's just like, just like stay away from my eyeball or like, you know, like stuff like that. Don't, yeah, it. don't poke my eye yeah, out. No, they hated it. But yeah, no, it's like, it's a chance for um, if he ever would play with me in the future. Um, I wouldn't ask him to unless it was like a slit was worthy of it but i think Mm. it would be an opportunity for players to do something a little bit more creative outside of just performing with their instrument for a chance and doing something that's playing into storytelling and playing into you know um a live experience over just the music the music is so important it's the foundation you had got to have the music but um you can have the production too and right that's like a whole nother thing yeah it's a lot of like the 80s pop Mm-hmm. And late seventies pop, a lot of those mm-hmm. groups really like to I, dress up, and I mean, I don't oh, want to yes. call it like dress up and getting into costume, but it was just you know part of their stage yeah. performance was yeah getting dressed up and getting into costume. Yeah, and I think from a young age, like again, like I was acting, I was in theater, and I did musical theater, and something about stepping up on stage and being able to take a break from everything else that's going on and be somebody just slightly different is you don't get to experience not everybody gets to do that Mm -hmm. and to be able to have the opportunity to do that and tell stories and be somebody different i think that's that's all part of it and yeah we have we've got kiss and we've got i (laughs) i was just gonna i was just gonna comment yep (laughs) no we've got kiss and we've got you know all the 80s hair bands like twisted sister and yeah all and i mean even just the hair the the makeup like cindy lopper is out there and she's doing her thing it's all it's glamour and it's uh, that's what i want you know i want the 80s glamour and the 70s rock with like the modern pop like yeah mm-hmm. i want it all together 
Yeah, well, it, it's it's fun to watch. I mean, and those artists look like they're having fun on stage. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I I think it it's totally worth going so. that little extra mile. I think so. so. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited. Well, awesome. Well, tell us again uh, your social media and where we can yeah. find your music. Yeah, I'm um, available to be streamed. You can find all my music, um, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, anywhere you stream your music. Um, you can also find me on YouTube. I do have a YouTube channel, channel under Jada LaFrance. Um, and then you can also find me on Instagram at Jada.LaFrance and on Facebook as Jada LaFrance Artist. And www.jadalafrance.com. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you've got a lot of things named after you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's almost like it's a brand. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, thanks very much for coming in. Thank you uh, so, so Thank much, you, Mike. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been such a pleasure. I want all of my listeners to run out right now and uh, listen to games. Thank you. It's available so much. today. It's it available came out today. now. Go listen, go stream, go save it, and share it on social media. If you're listening, please share it. Right, yeah. And in Tag the sto- in your stories, your Instagram stories. Yes. You can add music. Yeah, exactly. Add games to your Instagram yeah, stories. It's upbeat. Today. It'll fit whatever you're doing, your spooky activities this October. Right. Go save it. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Jada, Troy, Jada LaFrance. Download everything, buy everything, support local musicians, do it all. Thanks for listening to the 945 show on WFNULP, 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We'll be back again next week. Uh, we got some new music from uh, artists, local artists. JoJo Green is one of them. And uh, I don't know, we're going to find a whole bunch more uh, to play for you. Um, so go ahead and tune in. And hopefully Bridge Sky will be back. We'll see uh, if Bridge can join us. So have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you next Saturday.